Hi, my name is Adedeji Adeomi. You welcome to Godly Council. If today is your first time of actually joining us on Godly Council, um, this is a place where we'll be bridge the relationship gap between God and man, and then through the counsel from the heart of God. And then you can join us in our devotional, daily devotional. You can join us in our um, weekly teaching, the podcast that you are listening to. You can join us in any of our books or material or monthly articles to actually enjoy the counsel from God's heart. So today we are going to be continuing in our series, Comfort in Our World. And before we go ahead, we would like to say prayer. Father, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to teach the part two of comfort in our world. Lord, I pray that the hearer will hear your word, not that it is a miss word. Lord, we pray that whoever is going to be hearing will be filled with wisdom, with power, and your word will go into their heart, into their spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord, take control, and I commit everything in your head, and I rebuke the devourer, the enemy, the devil, the Satan, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, and in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So the scripture that we read that they said, Ecclesiastes 4.1, New Living Translation. Again, I observe all the oppression that takes place under the sun. I saw the tears of the oppressed with no one to comfort them. The oppressor have great power and their victim are helpless. So one of the problems um, we highlighted, or we didn't, yes, we talked about the problems of how people focuses on the comfort of this world. If this is the first time of listening to this message, I want you to tell, to listen to the part one so that you can get the full dose. So one of the things is that the world is trying to create a place of comfort for us. And the place of comfort is not for us to neglect ever. One of the things we mistake we make as a Christian or as a follower of Jesus Christ is to think the end meet to everything on earth is heaven. No, no, no. Heaven is not the end meet and the end of everything on the, the end meet of everything. No. Jesus it is. Jesus Christ is our end meet. Jesus Christ is the end of every single thing we are doing. Because your life without Jesus will not guarantee heaven, will not guarantee fulfillment on earth, will not guarantee peace, will not guarantee joy. So we need all this together. We will not guarantee the leading of the Holy Ghost on earth. So that's why we have self-righteous people that are still, they are going to say, God, but we heal the sick in your name, we cast the demons. And they said, Go go away, be, be, get deep, be, get behind me. Uh, I don't know you, and all that. Those statements that Jesus was portraying to us in Matthew. So, what am I trying to tell you now? Is this we need to understand that the ends meet of heaven is not also of any human, it's not ever, it is knowing Jesus Christ and following the leading of the Holy Ghost all our life on earth. And they were asking a lot of questions that why. You see, if it is only about heaven, if it is focused on heaven, it means that we don't need to win souls. It won't need, I don't need to be teaching the gospel the way I'm teaching and you're listening. We don't need to win souls. We don't need to um, turn the heart of men towards God. We don't need it. So far I'm going to heaven. Everything is fine. 
So and then the analogy of taking other others to heaven, no. It's but when it is the end meet of Jesus, you want to let people to know the love of your life. You want to tell people the person you love most, and you want to dance with the person you love most in the public place so that is what it means to know to that the estimate is jesus so the enemy is creating a comfort not for us to not to derail us from making heaven but to make us comfortable that we don't want to remember jesus to make us uncomfortable that we don't want to know anything about the holy ghost and that is the comfort that we are talking about here. The comfort that you are in a place that everything that you want to ask God, everything that will make you to pray, everything that will make you to see God, everything that will make you to see the Holy Ghost, you will have it. That is why the least thing in the kingdom of darkness to tempt any man or woman is resources, is money, is, uh, um, uh, uh, is, is accumulation of um, things that we can see, accumulation of houses, accumulation of cars is the least. <laughs> of course, that is in, in another teaching where we're going to be talking about the blessings. So we understand what the blessing truly means. Then you will know that what the enemy is after is beyond you not having a house or not having money to pay your house rent or your mortgage or not being able to afford school fees or not be able to afford meal. They are be something bigger than that. So, he's trying to make you comfortable that you are not in one day thinking about Jesus or Holy Spirit. And all the houses and all that cannot make you to forget Jesus or Holy Spirit. It's more than that. So, that's why we're going to be seek, looking at the comfort that we seek as people. The comfort we seek as people. The number one comfort we are looking for is words that bring that bring life. That brings life. Words, words of men, words of God, words of the universe, <laughs> as we say, or words of the earth that brings life. And it no matter how you say it, no matter how you try to castigate it, the people or the man or woman that are filled with words, especially words of wisdom, inspiration, encouragement, will always rule. We always have greater influence than people that comes up with the actions. The King Solomon is still having influence in our life because of the words. Not because of his lifestyle of righteousness. He didn't vomit up. But the words of influence that he has projected, the word of wisdom, the word of inspiration, the word of hope, is what we are leveraging on today. Why do you think some people are believing that Jesus Christ died for them? They didn't see the action in place, but they saw the words. They didn't see the video of how the whole thing happened, but the words that were written down was what convinced you and I packing it by the Holy Ghost that somebody died. So words are so powerful and everyone is looking for that words that brings what life. Ruth 2.13, New Living Translation. I hope I continue to please you, sir. She replied, you have comforted me by speaking so kindly to me, even though I am not one of your workers. I can tell you from different stories of when uh, somebody that I look up to, as in I, I hold in a very high esteem, 
will tell me Deji, good morning. We even know my name. I will go crazy. I will run that day. My day has been made. I will just be so happy. If you ask me, why are you so happy? I can't tell you of any achievement that somebody just spoke to me and mentioned my name. This person is from someone I hold into the high regard. I hold in the esteem of every other person. Just called me and greeted me good morning. Is it not the same way it happens to us? When we met one of the celebrities that we look up to too much, that we hold so high esteem and could know our name or could hug us or shake us or could share their t-shirt with us, we we'll run crazy because we are there searching for the words that will brings life to us, searching for the kind words, searching for the thoughtful word, searching for the hopeful word. Searching for words that we encourage us, tell us that you are doing well, you are on the right path. These words are what people seek comfort in, and the enemy will bring things around you to put this comfort through words. And that is what he's doing. In the process that you are saying that, ah, whether I should have sex or not, is bringing in words to tell you that, yes, you need to have sex. <laughs> so if in the presence you're thinking, should you do the wrong thing, is telling you, yes, he's backing you, he's giving you encouragement, he's placing association around you to bring the words to you that you are living a life. How is the word system formed? It started with the words. You go back and check the decrees and the laws that was written that, that were written down. Then you will now realize how the everything came into existence. Not because one man spoke it, but one man said and every other person backed it up, backed it up. And it became what the system will look forward to today. So the, we are looking for words that will bring us life. We are looking for words that is going to calm us. And yet Jesus keeps pointing us towards the Bible says Jesus was teaching with parables in the olden in the New Testament during his time. He was using words to bring comfort to people, to bring life to people. He said the word that I speak are life and the truth. Every the word that comes out from my mouth will not return to me void until it fulfills everything I sent it to do. So these are words of life in the word of God. And but we keep mistaking it to get it from the enemy. So this is why one of the greatest comforts we're looking for is words that brings us life. The second thing we're looking for is a friend in times of pain. You are looking for a friend that when I'm going through stuff, the friend is there for me. The friend is there to guide me. The friend is there to admonish me. The friend is there to tell me that I am doing it. And this time is not just words, it's the presence. And that's why Jesus, when he left, he left us with the Holy Spirit to come into the presence of the Holy Spirit that will teach us all through, that will be there to, even the psalmist made us understand that I will walk through the valleys of death. I will fear what? No evil, for thou art with me. Thou art with me, that I will go through it. Nothing will happen to me because thou art with me. Jesus is with you. God is with you. You will go through it and nothing will happen. Not because you are powerful, but because he is with you. That is a friend. 
in times of pain. That's why when something happens to us, we want to quickly look for a friend or want to quickly gather around people that will get us, that will understand us, that will believe in us, that knows how we do. Let's quickly read Job 2.11, New Living Translation. When the three of Job's friends heard the tragedy he had suffered, they got together and traveled from their homes to comfort and console him. They what they traveled to what to comfort and what and console him. How will Joe give up when he had friends around him, even though they are not saying the things he wants to hear, but they are still around him. And I'm using this opportunity to tell someone that is listening to me. Don't just be a receiver. When God says well, you should not be only be a receiver, He's not only talking about receiving money, but giving out comfort, be a friend to someone in terms of need is one of the things that we need to seek most above, above every other thing. The work of Jesus is not going to be so easy. Or it's going to be easy, but it's not just going to be so comfortable because Jesus is going to call you to go and give comfort to somebody to be their friend in times of pain. But it's not going to be popular, but it's Jesus. It is right. So we are looking for the next one is help when we are helpless. The reason why we all look for the superpowers on earth is because anytime we are helpless, we are looking for help. We are looking for a Batman that will come in and shake us and change our whole world. We are looking for this person that all the, the, the superpower. Why do you think people run to occultic? Why do you think they run to every other supernatural power to actually get help? Because one of our greatest comfort is to get help when we are helpless. Why do you think people save money in their bank accounts? Why do you think people invest for tomorrow? It's because there might be a problem and they need that money to solve their problem. Exactly. People don't keep money because they want to keep the cash there and be happy that they have cash. They want to keep money so that they understand that uh, with this, if sickness come tomorrow, I have help. If this come tomorrow, I have help. If I have a need to get an apartment, an apartment, I have help. If they need to be able to finance this, I have help. So we keep leaning on money to become our help in terms of our helplessness. And the same thing, not just money, with every other thing. Some of us look to drugs to help us when we are bored. <laughs> yes, yes, boredom has become helplessness. So a lot of this would seek for help. But this is why Jesus said, I'm the way and life, the truth and life. No one goes through the Father except through me. And God is our helper. So we need to go through Jesus to get to our helper. And that's why we need to stick with Jesus. Hope in times of trouble is the next one. That's the number four. Hope in times of trouble. Psalm 94 verse 19, still New Living Translation. When doubts filled my mind, your comfort gave me renewed hope and cheer. 
one of the things that we look for as a comfort in this world is to be certain of tomorrow. And that is one of the reasons why we cling to hope. And no problem. Today might not be the best, but tomorrow is certainty of tomorrow is what everyone ma anybody will is ready to pay anybody if they're certain of tomorrow. That's why some business that's why some business we get grants. That's why some business we get investment because of the certainty of tomorrow. Because they are certain and they are sure of tomorrow. That's why some people are ready to pay millions. How do you think Joseph was able to get to a level? Not just because he interpreted a dream, but he was able to solve a problem that when the future problem comes, I know what to do. And I'm telling somebody, whether in career or in business or in intellectual property, whatever it is, that you're not asserting that you have the solution to the upcoming problem that people are yet to see or the ones they are seeing you can help them to solve it in the future trust me a lot of people are ready to pay into you they are ready to give into you so you have the solution to this problem or to the future problem we're anticipating come on you are the person we are looking for and that is why people gone into so many things so that they can get hope in terms of trouble because when the trouble knocks which it does not announce that it's coming so we get hope and say don't worry the future is bright and that is the, another comfort that we seek and we've mentioned four comforts and we are still not telling you that because you have a beautiful house or you have this or you have that then your life will change. <laughs> no. So the fifth one is unfailing love. I can preach about this for two hours, no stop. Not because I'm good. <laughs> but I can preach about because there are a lot of messages on earth today about unfailing love. This, the most streamed song on YouTube today is about love. It's about the love between a man and a woman. The greatest disappointment is when a love failed or did not work out. So a failing love is one of the things they were looking for. Who is going to love me unfailingly? So we do everything to find your failing love. But I am here to announce to you this night that the enemy has no capacity to love. He does not even understand the meaning of love because in him is filled with what? With hatred. No matter how you seek or sought after the enemy, you can never know love because it does not have the capacity. So why not run to the enemy? Why not run to God? Let me read Psalm 11976, New Living Translation for you. Now let your failing love comfort me, just as you promised me, your servant. The psalmist is talking to God here. That he should let his unfailing love comfort him. 
all want they are feeling love. Sometimes for us to gain this love, we want to bring in a lot of fans around us. A lot of people following us. <laughs> the moment you comment, you know that 1,000 people are going to like or comment. It's, it makes us feel, I have people that love me despite what. You go through one or two, and some people say, no, no matter what you go through, we are there for you. We like you. Even when you become a nuisance in our society, and you can find 10 or 20 people to say, I love you still. You will become <laughs> people who continue in that nuisance. But pardon me, but that is it. The power of feeling love can make you to do crazy things just to get attention so that you can be loved or feeling. Then there's no one bad in the flesh and the spirit at the same time died for our sin to show us the power of fulfilling love and that's the person I will choose and I will follow and the number six which is the last thing on my list is nothing to worry about the comfort we seek is nothing to worry about Jesus was talking in one of his parables of a man that has saved and then a lot of um, stock in his band and he now sat down to relax and he now said what I have saved will take care of me for years to come even my children, children's children but Jesus said woe to you Jesus said woe to you for you shall die this night but of course I'm not telling you today but I'm telling you the power of worry what it can make us to do this man saved everything so that he can sit down and not worry about anything. Do you know how many people that does not want to worry? Check them in their car industry. Check them in the drugs industry. Check them in how they go from one place to one place to get satisfaction that isn't there. Check them to see a lot of people that are ready to do everything so that they will not worry for one second. But worry will come because it's of the enemy. And Jesus told us not to worry. Shake it off. <laughs> DJ, you're telling me to shake it off. Do you think it's easy? Yes, it is. Shake it off. <laughs> shake off that worry right now. I'm talking to you. Shake it off. <laughs> so shake it off. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. Second Corinthians 1 for New Living Translation says, it comforts us all in all in us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will when they are troubled, we will be able to give them same comfort God has given us. God comforts us so that we can comfort others. The comfort of the world is selfish. Every time you find yourself in a comfort that is thinking only about yourself, ask again, is this comfort from God or from this world? Because the comfort of this world is selfish. Everything I've mentioned since on feeling love, you want it to only yourself. If your neighbor is getting it, if your friend is getting it, you'll fight it. 
nothing to worry about. You don't want to worry about anything, but yet you want others to worry about something so that they can see you as king. Help when you were helpless. Yes, we need the help when we are helpless, but we are reluctant to give it when others are helpless. Friend in times of pain, we want a lot of every other person to gather around us, but yet we can give excuse of why we are not gathering, gathering around others. The world that brings life. We want to hear what to comfort us. But we yet we are not ready to give because the person is not our friend or in our clique. Any comfort that is thinking of you selfish is not of God. It is of this world. And that's why I'm telling you today, check the comfort you're seeking after. Is it selfish or selfless? And I, I and I and, and I can't hand it to you by telling you about selflessly comfort comes from God, but it must come through the Son, the only begotten Son, because we are now adopted as sons and daughters. Sorry, ladies, daughters and sons. <laughs> so we are now adopted. So right now, I want you to introduce you to Jesus Christ, the one that can comfort above anyone else, because He understood. On the first point, from the first time, what this comfort is, so that you can be comforted. Can I pray a prayer with you? And say after me, Jesus Christ, I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are my Savior and King. Come into my life today, be my Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. And I pray that the hold of sin is broken over your life. Every yoke of the enemy is taken off you. Whatever he has not plotted is taken off your life in the mighty name of Jesus. And I want to pray for somebody that is sick in the front of the womb. The Lord will open the womb for you in the mighty name of Jesus. You will send us an email of testimony that on this day the prayer was prayed and then you received your healing. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. And thank you for listening. Until we come your way next time. Have a good day.